0: For nearly 20 years, Love Honey has been the sexual happiness people working to make a fun, fulfilling sex life available to anyone. Don't just take our word for it. With nearly 70 awards to their name, there's a reason Love Honey's customers come back time and time again. It doesn't matter what your experience, orientation, spice level, gender or size is. Love Honey has what you need to feel and be sexy. Their in-house design teams work closely with customers to create the toys sexy outfits with, uh, with with sexy outfits and accessories you need for mind blowing fun, whether you're riding solo or playing with a partner. So one thing I like about um, one, one thing that makes me feel sexy is the freedom to be sexy. You know what I mean? You want to have that freedom and that bond with your partner. And that's that there's nothing better than an experience where you both feel comfortable in the bedroom. And Love Honey helps with that uh, all the way through. They have something for everyone. We're super excited to be teaming up with Love Honey to give you 10% off your next purchase. So just click the link in the episode description to claim your exclusive content. Don't forget, that's Love Honey, L-O-V-E-H-O-N-E-Y. Now, let's get to the podcast. When you're writing
1: uh, Casino Royale and you're writing these other movies, your choices are, well, we can either continue to write this as being a geopolitical thing, or what if this is a character study, like over time of somebody? And I think that that's what makes... Daniel Craig's movies more compelling. You may fire when ready.
0: And here we
1: go. Welcome to the podcast to give you a fresh perspective on movies, comics, and pop culture. We aren't afraid to give you an honest take and won't pull any punches. This is films in black and white. Welcome To films of black and white, everybody. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> how, how are you all feeling? We are super thrilled that you are joining us today and this week. Um, it's a it's an exciting time. We got a great movie to get into. Yeah, we do. Um, and and the most one of the most important things oh, yeah. is we see the triumphant return yes. of a gentleman who took a tour of the east coast. <laughs> Oh, one Brian Roush. <laughs> Brian, welcome back, sir. Hello. How are you feeling? Hello. Hey. I'm great. I
2: am back from the mountains of North Carolina. Uh it is it is good to be back with reliable cell phone coverage where I'm not <laughs> roaming. So this is this is phenomenal.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well
2: it is great to have you back. Brian. Hell yeah, we Brian. Are... We
0: missed you, man. Oh man, it I really like...
2: missed I I missed talking about Venom, y'all. I, I know I heard the I heard all the previews for the episode. It's a good one. Like, yeah, if you haven't yeah. listened to it, go go listen to it.
1: Yeah. Oh, it was a lot of fun to do, but it would have <laughs> been just as great with you there. Yeah. Um and I also need to introduce uh my friend and uh driving partner.
0: Um one Marcus J. Dustin. Marcus, how are you feeling? Uh I'm actually we are doing great. I spent today listening to vinyls and reading comic books. Oh I, yeah, um, that's a life. Cloud nine today. So That is We are good. I'm ready to fucking podcast <laughs> i'm not playing with y'all like yo okay i've been going easy on y'all I, I miss the days when people would complain about me cursing in front of the kids when That's... they play their podcast in the classroom <laughs> i'm about to bring that <laughs> shit back okay That's... so just Good. so, so everybody hold on to your shorts be careful what you play us, because I'm bringing the energy back. Times that two. is,
1: I am so excited to hear that we are getting um, hardcore Marcus back. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we'll call him. Hard, Mar- R Marcus R
2: Offending Children
1: version is back, everybody.
0: That is, fuck them kids, Destin. Allez, <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that is amazing. Um, that's great. And
1: you know what's even better? You don't sound sick anymore, which is even better. Oh, that's great With to eyes, hear.
0: Yo, Brian, I spent the, so for those that, you know, for those that don't, may not know, um, Doug and I went on a trip to Minnesota. Um, Doug was my tour guide, toured the Minnesota, uh, and he showed, you know, showed me around. We did a whole lot of different things, professional uh, soccer game, so wonderful. comic wonderful book story. store, vinyl store. We did all these cool things. In the midst of us doing these cool things, I spent about three to five minutes of each day there cursing at myself for being sick It'd be i would like, literally sniffle, sniffle six sniffle, times fuck like i would be like fuck <laughs> this i hate it here why the fuck am i sick i hate being sick so, like, worst, so yeah. much yeah. especially on a good trip it's like yeah. you yeah. just want to enjoy the fucking trip and i, I gotta pump myself full the fucking medicine where i'm falling asleep midway in a soccer game and then waking up full filled with energy in the second half of this shit so like i'm just it was all over the place it was oh. incredible
1: it all was incredible that's wild um, y'all, I'm doing great. Yeah, I was my, gonna say, how are you? doing? My, my family came back from their trip. Um, I'm doing Good. well, just because it was a great Good. weekend. So Good. things are Good. doing okay. fantastic. Yeah. But Brian, you Hello. may have heard, or maybe you didn't, because you didn't mm-hmm. listen to the episode. I, that, I didn't. I'm, I'm I'm gonna try to see it. I'm wow. gonna try and to see it before come. I listen.
0: Let's and
1: fake. what you need to know is that the scoreboard oh, for Catch That Quotable remains, unchanged. It remains oh. unchanged nothing is different yeah. it all has right. not gone anywhere well, um, i got a good quote today so i'm really excited so, just as a quick reminder <laughs> this is where things are at brian and marcus are in fact tied you got I them i right. am with super 11. super 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 close so You're, yeah brian because you were gone last week rather than do our typical rock oh, paper geez. scissors and all that oh, jazz fuck. i'm gonna have brian kind of guide us on where things should go and how things should work so right. so brian the
0: board is yours what would you All like right. to
2: do i'm i'm very excited so i'm just gonna lead us off here okay and and we'll take it from there so now,
0: wait a minute y'all it's spooky season so we are is. now for the rest of the month only doing spooky quotes oh we're the whole That's month fantastic Hold there's it. enough halloween movies and scary <laughs> movies to do spooky quotes <laughs> no, i was are. looking through it today and, and i was I surprised we get spooky <laughs>
1: That's fantastic. All right, Brian, <laughs> give it to
2: us. But I'm here. There right, we go. The quote is, yes, you had zombies, but this is zombie redneck torture family. See, they're entirely separate species, like the difference between an elephant and an elephant seal. Oh, it's okay. a longer quote, so I'm going to do it one more time. Okay. Yes, you had zombies, but this is zombie redneck torture family. See, they're entirely separate species, like the difference between an elephant and an elephant seal.
0: I feel like, yeah. Um, I feel like I know what this is. I, I don't also want to have- say what it is. That last line about the zombie redneck family really kind of hits it on the head. Yes.
1: Yeah, I have that same feeling of like I feel like I know where this is from, but I can't quite put my. Feet- on it. Yeah. So, but I'm I'm very curious. So um I think the only thing that we can really do at this
0: point is to slap that hit button. So, I'm like 85% sure I know what this quote that's is. That's fine. But this, there are a million zombie movies out there, and true. so it's like fuck. Like, how do you really, really know what it is? That's true. Yeah. Uh Brian, what's the hint?
1: Oh
2: man. Uh the hint is meta.
1: The hint is
0: what meta. The fuck? What does meta even mean? Jesus.
2: Um, I'm happy to define meta if that is needed. Yes, can someone uh,
0: define meta, please? Yes, uh, not for me, but for my friends who may. For not everybody be. else, yeah, for everybody else. I know a creative
2: work referring to itself or to the conventions of its genre. Or oh, I know. Okay, Self referential.
0: Okay, so I feel like I know what this is. All um, right.
1: Okay. Go ahead, Marcus. Oh, fuck. Or I can, <laughs> or I can go if you, you want go, me to you go. go. You go ahead. Okay. Brian, is this the Hills Have Eyes? It is not the Hills Have Eyes.
0: Oh, okay. I see. See, I think that this genre is more comedy. It's more comedy zombie genre. So okay. my two guesses would be um, Shaun of the Dead, or it would be um, it would be Zombieland. But I can't decide if it's the first or the second. <laughs> um, so wait, wait a minute. I feel like I'm in gonna typical go.
1: butterscotch soda fashion. I'm coming <laughs> we, in here we, with eight minute.
0: I'm giving the fans my full thought process. Okay. 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 You That's need to lock in, in a final yeah, answer. I thought I thought, I thought do. Shaun of the dead was your answer. With my own soul. I can do what I want. <laughs> um, so here's what I think it is. I th- I'm gonna go with zombie land. Okay, okay, just for shits and giggles. I think I'm gonna go. I think I'm gonna say zombie land one. Okay. Okay.
2: It is not Zombie Land 1. This okay. is Cabin in the Woods.
0: Oh, oh. Man, gonna... oh
1: Brian. Oh, wait a I minute. Is this not... all my backup the yes.
2: This is with uh, Chris Hemsworth. Uh, this yep. is, uh, let me get the whole cast list. Sigourney Weaver cameos at the end. Uh, it. Uh, Yeah, it's essentially just a giant meta commentary on scary movies with these sixteens going to a cabin in the woods. And there's a giant worldwide organization like basically making this happen.
1: OK, yeah. all right. All right. That, that was, was actually, I, I was like, it's either Cabin of the Woods or it's The Hills Have Eyes. I was not sure which one it was. Well, so Hills Have Eyes was I, I mean, I was like, I, I can see where he gets
2: yep. I can see where he gets there. Yep.
0: Well, the meta when you said meta, I definitely got the idea of a movie looking at itself from the outside, and so yeah. I was like, okay, it's not a scary movie because it's not that comical of a line, but it, it definitely is like in the same range, yeah. I guess. And it's
2: the tone of the movie, too. Like, it, mm-hmm. it 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 goes like Drew Goddard, uh, who wrote Cloverfield, um, wrote this, and I believe, and uh. uh like it goes back and forth because Bradley, Co- not Bradley Cooper. Oh my gosh! I'm sorry. I gotta get his name right now. I'm so Bradley Whitford. Uh, because it basically goes between like Bradley Whitford and this really boring office to this like super scary house. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, so sure. it is kind of it's a weird comedy huh. scary movie mashup.
1: All right, worth the watch. It good. sounds like either that way. Good.
2: That was good. That was good. Um, good job, great. Brian. Oh, Brian, who sake. would you
1: like to go next?
2: Marcus because you were so you were thinking through everything you were talking everything out why don't you why don't you start us off man or Thank you go why don't you go ahead
0: of course all right here we go <clears throat> Tina please god this is god ready Tina please god. Tina please god oh, this is god
1: Oh, my goodness. I, you guys,
0: I I, don't know what this is. I have
1: no clue. I I
2: don't know any scary movies with Tina. Oh, my God. Maybe Scream. Maybe. I I don't know. Someone's talking about God, and it feels like, I am God. Like, it's like a scary
1: movie person but I don't know if it's like a religious movie. Like, you know what I mean? Like a religious scary movie with a demon in it or if it is something else. So smashing that hit button. Yeah. Give us that hit.
0: Um, your hint is going to be tree, tree, tree.
2: Is this, I'm, I'm going to, I'm just going to go for it. Is this the, the happening,
0: no, it is not happening. With Mark Wahlberg. Okay. No, it's not happening. That is a scary movie, isn't it? No, that's a fucking it, comedy. If you've seen that it, movie, it's a comedy. It's <laughs> that movie
2: I don't know. is awful. <laughs> I don't know what it is to be honest. <laughs> it's
0: its own thing. I don't know.
2: That could be its uh, own podcast.
1: It could be. Um Marcus,
0: is this Poltergeist? It is not Poltergeist. Great guess okay. <laughs> um this movie is nightmare on elm street hence oh the word man. tree. tina is being chased and she says please god and freddie krueger says this is god okay okay I think oh man that is such a head deep head.
1: cut it yeah. is a very deep cut i'm yeah, happy yeah. Oh, look at you a deep cut it's a slasher movie guys we're on it today um podden and punning. both podden at the same punny. time i love it All right, here's what we got. Mine is, uh... Mine's gonna be a little bit different. Okay. Pretty soon the kids won't have to worry about eating their Brussels sprouts because the Brussels sprouts will be eating them.
0: Fuck, I know what this is.
1: Pretty soon the kids won't have to worry about eating their Brussels sprouts because the
0: Brussels sprouts will be eating them. (laughs) Okay. I know this movie. I know this movie. I can see it in my head, but I can't remember the title.
1: Okay, that's. um I mean, unless you get the title, you don't get the point So that's that's really easy. You can't, <laughs> can't
0: butterscotch
1: your way out of this. Hey, listen, I got that shit
0: fair and square. Way. Everybody's <laughs> gonna get off my back about that goddamn butterscotch <laughs> candy shit. I got that shit fair and square. Y'all put it to the people, the people voted. I don't want to hear about no goddamn butterscotch anything. <laughs> I, yeah. Look, we all acknowledged it was a win. Yeah, We're nah, just anybody. referring
2: to your win. Well, yes, yeah, whatever. It's the it's most, most epic, epic women in history. My
0: point. I, I'm here. <laughs>
2: I don't okay. Know. I, honestly, I have I have no clue with the Brussels sprouts. I need a hint. Okay. This movie. Okay, your hint is troll.
0: Okay. Fuck. I feel like. Okay. There was this movie. I see it vividly in my head where the vegetables basically were. You know what I feel like this is. Um. What is that movie with the Venus flytrap, Seymour? Oh, little shop uh, of horrors. Little shop of horrors. Is it little shop of horrors? It is not. Okay. That was what I was thinking of this whole is, time.
2: Oh shit uh shoot uh I it's a meme it's a meme okay. uh okay. oh my gosh is this uh i don't think i i'm I, like okay i'm just gonna describe it because we're in an audio format uh what? unless you're watching us live stream but like basically the meme is like there's this guy with glasses and then he like comes into the room and he's like oh no they're eating her and then they're gonna eat oh me. is this troll is this troll
1: too is I'm gonna say, true. is this troll too? It is not troll too. Oh, Both of you. I never seen um, those. You know, I, t- I took the movie, the interpretation of a spooky movie, um, and I took that to a thing that terrified me as a child. But looking Ow. back on it, is actually funny. Now, gentlemen, this is the movie Ernest, Scared Stupid. Um, oh gosh, I never saw I any of those. Was terrified of this <laughs> when I was a child. Um, and there was something about this movie. You, what? I'm not surprised you didn't get it. It was made in 1991. Um, and so this terrified me. So that was the wow.
0: interpretation that I had of Spooky Season. So I have never seen that before. But basically,
1: um... basically, the gist of this is: Um, <laughs> Ernest lives in the small town, and in the small town, somehow they wake up a troll from 1832. <laughs> Who runs around the town <laughs> essentially turning children into little wooden figures, collecting them, and putting them in a treehouse? Now, the reason why it's scary
0: plotline the Indian in the cupboard,
1: I mean, basically, but not like a kid That's, finds it. it. That is the literally the whole gist of this terrified me because <laughs> there were several moments where this troll came out from underneath somebody's bed and it scared the shit out of me growing okay. up. Like okay. I thought it was going to get me. So, um, so yeah, so it's uh, there you have it. That
0: sounds a little scary.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: before we get into this movie, I have a breaking news, okay, oh, an announcement. Um, for those of you not keeping up, Guardians of the Galaxy 3 has made a huge casting announcement. Okay. Um, Will Poulter has officially been casted as Adam Warlock. Oh, um, okay. Guardians of the Galaxy 3 confirmed by uh the director uh, his name is slipping my mind right now. What James Gunn. Name? James Gunn. He's he's like he tweeted. Usually I shoot down rumors, but I want to say, welcome to you know, welcome to Will Poulter. He's a cool guy, great actor. Can't wait to see you on set Wednesday or some 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 shit like that. Wow. So, okay. Well, yeah. that's
1: fun for everybody. I'm no not idea what direction it. this is going. You I don't know, know if I'm how? excited about that casting, but good for them. Mm-hmm.
2: I mean, I don't even I don't even know I don't even know how to feel cuz I, I I I don't even know the Adam Warlock was so central to Infinity War and then he just never mm-hmm. showed up, so I'm curious what role he'll have here. Yes,
1: that's a very good question. It'll yeah, be interesting. Yeah. And for those of you who don't know who Will Poulter is, Will Poulter is the kid from <laughs> um the the movie with Jason Sudeikis um not rv but not uh, rv but the other <laughs> we're, the yeah, he, yeah, we're the millers yeah we're the millers yeah he plays the kid from will the M- miller so he yeah uh, you may know him best from the maze runner
0: the there you running. go. Okay. And he's always playing some type of racist character. And he no, that's not him. <laughs> that's, that's not. The other him. Guy. That's no, you <laughs> That's who I'm thinking of. That's the that's the other guy who was in Jungle yeah. Cruise. He's always playing a racist yep. character. Yeah, yep. yep. you gotta get them too confused. But sometimes I gotta think eyebrows, 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 um, eyebrows. Yep, that's a yeah, very eyebrows. good point. <laughs> Hi, eyebrows. All
1: right. Well, that's great. Thanks for sharing that, Marcus. I'm glad uh-huh. we can get some. Jesse Plemons. On that. Jesse uh, is who is Marcus. Jesse Clemens. You know,
0: people get so good at playing racist sometimes. I just makes you wonder it does make you wonder in real life like man you pulling are pulling from something and you're pulling from something really good internal yeah, yeah you're you're really good at that
1: yeah well gentlemen we saw a movie this we week and we this did. week we, we all saw did. no time to die which nope. is the latest installment in a james bond series <laughs> nope. um None. starring daniel craig it was a uh, Daniel Craig's last appearance as James Bond. I'm not nice giving days. anything away. Yes. Um, but it was his last appearance as James Bond. And we are going to get into this. And before we get into this, yeah. spoilers. <laughs> oh, we're my going God. to talk about all of them. I, so, and th- and there are some
2: pretty big bombs mm-hmm. uh, in Both this literally movie. and figuratively.
0: From Turn movie. back now
2: if you yeah, do yeah. not want this spoiled. Gonna yeah.
0: spoil it like a dirty diaper. That's exactly mm-hmm. what we're. Doing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure how to <laughs> take that. Um... <laughs> that was bad. I thought that was. I thought that was fairly, you know. You know I mean, like, I was, like, like milk, the right there. milk gets lying.
1: spoiled. Yeah, oh, Milk okay, gets spoiled, well, but a dirty fine. diaper comes out spoiled and remains spoiled until you throw I'm it away. So, it's going to
0: remain spoiled. We're not
1: unspoiling this
0: shit. I mean, like, what? That's true. That's very... Okay. Alright. Anyway. Um, Marcus, Marcus. I'm so discredited from that little Butterscotch shit that people <laughs> won't even give me credit. No, you, no, 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 no. I am sick of this. Oh, well, you know, just it is what it is.
1: Gentlemen, Marcus, give us your barbershop summary of No Time to Die. Man,
0: listen, you like blonde hair, blue eyes? This is the movie for you. Um, (laughs) If you like blonde hairs and blue eyes in their 40s, this is definitely the movie for you. Um, Actually, he might be a little bit older than that at this point. Um, So years ago, we seen the first casting of Daniel Craig as James bond and he was going to be this blonde haired blue eyed james bond and i remember that being a big thing uh they were like man we got the first blonde james what are we gonna <laughs> do and everybody was like, well, what, all right, we, what a
2: milestone for diversity right, folks. Right. <laughs> Golly, did they, oh my gosh i hate that people said that
0: yeah, you it's know just like obama so with upsetting. the tan suit you know people are surprised by the little um so <laughs> basically what happens is this is the grandiose finale of James Bond, the Daniel Craig run of James Bond. This it, James Bond is the superior spy movie, the one that sets up all things like Austin Powers and every other spy movie with spy mm-hmm. gadgets. It is the base and the foundation for Bond girls, you know, back when that wasn't, uh, well, back when it was a bad thing to do, but they did it anyway. Right. Uh, so mm-hmm. um, now we are in this new generation and we see a final story of James bond Daniel Craigs James bond so basically what had happened was you get James all right and for the fourth time or fifth time lord knows he's trying to retire this guy just, just trying this to retire yeah he's trying to just get away from it all he finds love for another time and we see him with his new lover um <clears throat> sorry dying um so we find James got no bond time with for his, it with new- <laughs>
1: God damn it! We just couldn't leave it there. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, I
0: had to. Back, um, so <laughs> basically, what happens is we see him, and he's in love. Now, I am not a person who's big on geography nor names, so I'm just you know we just gonna go through this story without names, really, really quickly, right? So they end up in this place that looks like Brazil. Everybody's burning trash for some reason. Don't really know where everybody is, but they end up in this place and his current lover is trying to tell him to close things off with his older lover from the first movie which james has been holding on to this thing for a long time because oh, yeah. this lady betrayed him mm-hmm. in the first movie she died he felt like he couldn't protect her or she was trying to save him in the first movie then she ended up dying and all of that and so she's like in order for us to move on you've got to finish your secrets and then i'll tell you everything all the secrets that i hold up yep. to right so prior to that we see the story of this little girl who motherfucking shot this guy with this creepy mask and blue veins came in the crib and she's taking care of her drunk ass mama who on drugs. And she's like, Oh, you know, your dad is a killer. And I'm like, God damn. I'm like, you wild as hell. So then like, she's like, I'm thirsty. I think she's gonna bring a water. She's bringing a wine and she got pills on the table. The killer comes in the wife don't even move. She's like, yo, who are you? My husband will be back soon. She like, girl, you ain't even getting up. Plow, plow, plow blows her head off <laughs> while she sits on the couch. And then <laughs> the daughter, it's like running. Right. So the daughter runs and she tries to lock the house up, gets this pistol. She goes and shoots the guy twice. She thinks he's dead. The daughter, smart, drags the body outside. The guy wakes the fuck up. She's like, oh, shit. And so then she runs on ice, which not her smartest decision, but she's oh, a kid poor decision. um Falls through the ice. The guy saves her. Oh my god! He's the guy woke up that she shot. Saves her and then like lets him live. And she wakes up in this in water, warm or water, whatever the case may be, because it's a flashback. Jordan James, tell James, tell me all your secret. You know, what I mean, like let it go. Bring it to the past. We'll figure this shit out together. Cool. James goes up there to visit his ex, dead lover. And so he goes to there to visit his ex-day lover. Get, the the thing explodes. The grave explodes. Somebody put a bomb in there, was waiting for James to show up because he saw a Spectra symbol on the thing. So then James goes and he thinks, oh, fuck, I'm being betrayed again. God damn it. Like, God damn, like, I have the worst luck with this shit. And so then he goes back, ends up fighting all these people from Spectra, goes to the wife and he's like, you know, to his girl. And he's like, you know what? I don't know if I can trust you. Blah, blah, blah. It's a big fight scene. They show the Aston Martin in action. He puts her on the train. Says, "You know what this means, right? I'll never ever see you again." Blase blah whoop de whoop. I, 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 we can't do this. So then he leaves. All right. Well, she she gets on the train. He does the James Bond disappearing act. Years later, it turns out there's this big weapon that the new M of MI16 was developing, and it's called. Yeah. It's, they call it mm, Heracles, but yes. I'm pretty sure it's just Hercules. Um, but whatever. So they call it Heracles and Heracles is this thing where you can put somebody's DNA in it and the smoke from the DNA, they can target people specifically. So if they want to kill somebody specifically, they take the DNA of that person and then they put it in a machine. The machine will then disperse some smoke and it will only kill that one person specifically or whoever's DNA is in it. Right. Mm -hmm. So then, and it sticks with them and then it goes from that to the next person, to the next person, to the next person. All right. So then it goes on. So they try to kill James Bond. James Bond goes to this little party. He like, yeah, I'm about to boogie it up. I'm about to do the cha-cha slide. And he's like, yo, the brother that he locked up in the previous movie was like, yo, I'm here to kill James Bond. So they say, "Oh, see you, Bond. You a dead man." They turn on this fucking smoke. The smoke goes and kills all of the Spectre members except for the brother, who's the only one left. And it's like, "Oh my God, God damn, this is crazy as hell." Mm-hmm. So then James Bond is like, "Oh, I guess I'm okay." So then he walks out. They do this whole thing. They trying to find a biomedical scientist, who is like real, really weird. He was kind of an annoying character to me, but like whatever. So then they go. Then it turns out he goes and faces M. M is like, "Damn, I should have destroyed this weapon." James Bond has also been replaced by another 007, a beautiful black woman, right? And so mm-hmm. like she's a new 007 seven. And like, he's like, well, I'm the old 007, but nobody's really fighting about it. So they got that thing going on, trying to find Heracles because that can kill everybody. The last person to kill in spectral organization is the brother that he locked up, the killer that had killed the woman in the beginning, right? The woman who had killed in the beginning, he comes and comes to her like psych- she's a psychiatrist. He comes to the room and he's like, yo, I got a present for you. Drops off, it's the mask. Oh my gosh, this is the same person that killed me. He's like, we're eternally linked. So then it's like, oh my gosh. So then they run into James Bond and the lover run into each other after all this time and she's like yo James I can't do this he tried to get the killer that saved the little girl at the beginning tried to get her to walk in and kill the last Spectre member of the organization James Bond grabs her by the hand and is like no you can't do that so then he accidentally ends up touching his guy because he gets frustrated and kills the motherfucker on accident oh my god this shit is crazy so that wraps up that story so then they keep going then they get introduced to this little girl who's clearly got the bluest eyes I've ever seen in existence and she He's like, yo, um, that's not your kid. And he's like, are you sure? He's like, yeah, no, that's not your kid. You don't have to worry about it. That's not your child. He was like, oh, all right, cool then. So then they go on this story. Turns out it is his kid. So James Bond has a child. And then so James Bond is squashing all his beef. He's getting all his affairs in order. They got to go after this big bad killer who's going to release this thing to the this weapon, basically Heracles, this weapon to the highest seller of whatever country, whoever wants it or whatever the case may be. And he's going to be a god. And that's kind of the gist of the whole movie. It's a whole lot of little finite shit in there that just like, Jesus yeah. Christ, it's a two hour and thirty minute
1: movie. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Let's uh two hour and forty-three <laughs> minutes just yeah. to be I want to make sure we're being really specific. Yeah. So if you felt like that, that barbershop yeah. summary was, was long. I mean, and you didn't even long. cover like three no, or four no, major plot points. That is representative. I didn't even cover a full
0: hour of the movie. Like <laughs> yes, Jesus. Yeah,
1: we skipped over some stuff for sure. Um, I do want to give everybody kind of a rundown of Of the numbers because the numbers are relevant to our interests and relevant to just kind of how this movie is being received overall so um again this was daniel craig's final outing playing james bond keep in mind that he's been playing this character since 2006 when casino royale came out Um, so he's been doing this for uh a hot minute 15 years Plus or minus. Yep. Oh Plus or minus 15 years. Which explains um,
0: why he was so goddamn pissed the whole time. Cause then there was one there was one movie in there. He was like, you know what? Fuck this shit. I'm, <laughs> I'm done. Yeah. Yeah, I don't okay. want to do this shit ever again. That
2: was clearly Spectre, but we'll we'll get into that. Yeah. We'll get into and that. keep
1: in mind that Spectre came out six years ago. So yep. this is quite yep. the delay between B, A, and like the final installment in the third one. So, um, so this was directed by Carrie Joji Fukunaga, uh, and it co-stars Rami Malek, Leah Sedu, uh, Lashana Lynch and Ralph Fiennes. Um, it debuted over the weekend to the tune of $56 million. Nice. Um, that is great for the movie, not great for the studio because it cost them 250 to milk make. $250 Two hundred and fifty million to make and a hundred million more to promote, so Oof. not great.
0: Yo, they had a lot of sponsors though. Like, yes. they have Heineken. Yes. I went to the Adidas app today, and they have a James Bond Adidas shoe. Um yeah, they, and then yeah. Nokia was a was a phone that was in the movie that was clearly placed. So yep. they definitely tried oh, their yeah. best with this. Oh, for sure.
1: Yeah, they did what they could. But yeah. that's I mean, so $56 million now, um, which eh, it's the middle of October. Sometimes people struggle with middle o- of and October um debuts and it's in a pandemic so but $56 million is really nothing to th- thumb your nose at at all. So, um, but gentlemen, let's start off on a high note. What did you all enjoy about this particular movie? Brian, I'll
0: go first. Oh, Marcus I love is, it. Marcus, Marcus love is going to go first. I'm all right, Marcus. I love James Bond movies. Okay. Now, the, for those of you that may not know, my mother loves Westerns. Um, okay. And, oh, yeah. And, like, doesn't really matter what Western, she'll watch it. I'm the same with, when it comes to James Bond movies. Um, more specifically, after Sean Connery, not really a fan of Sean. Connery, so, really, Pierce okay. Brosnan and yeah. Daniel Craig, but I will watch you know, some of the old Bond movies, just because they're fun to watch. I love it. Yep. I love the yep. tools, the gadgets, and all that kind of shit like that, right? Yeah. So, James Bond movies are my bag. I have Skyfall on DVD. Um, I bought the Skyfall song when it came out, the one with the Dale. Yeah. I love it. I um, I've loved all of the sequences when it comes to Daniel Craig's James Bond, because they're all sure. pretty much, like, if you look at them, the way that the intro sequences are, uh, Doug told me Billie Eilish sung this intro song, yep, um, which did. is No Time to Die, and yep. then uh, so like all of these sequences look the same while they like show you what the last movie was about, show you what this new movie yep. is about through the graphics and all that stuff at the beginning of the film. I love James Bond movies. I, I you know it doesn't take much to please me because I know what the fuck they are. My That's thing true. has always been these last few movies kind of overcomplicated who James Bond is because they tried to give it a story over the past sixteen right. years. Right. Yeah. yeah. So um, what what I did like in this movie was the um, the pace of the movie and the completion of the movie and what That's do I mean by yes. that I mean we did not waste time with James fighting with fucking M about this Heracles thing he addressed right. it told him what it was then told him I'm ready to work we did not waste time him fighting for a 007 number or title Oh yeah, he just yeah. let her have it and was like we got work to do this shit there's so much bigger shit to fry we didn't waste a lot of time with he ran back into his lover. We didn't get slapped in the face. And then we're going to go back and forth like 15 minutes. I got to save you twice before you see that I love you. They yeah. got right back into it. So we got James Bond. <coughs> I'm sorry. We got James Bond, what felt like, in his prime. Yeah. It felt like yeah. We got James Bond at the top of his fucking game with gadgets, his yeah. relationships, and all of this. And I got a complete story. And this is the Bond I've been wanting to see for years, for yeah. a long time, especially with Daniel Craig.
1: Sure. Yes, I would suppose. I, I think the biggest thing to your point and to kind of boost what you're saying is, it seemed as if, and I don't want to make this a whole thing, but, oh. you know, James Bond has always been a little bit of a character that definitely, the the toxic masculinity argument gets brought yes. out mm-hmm. for. This was a much more vu- vulnerable and in tune and accepting of one's own emotions than yes. we typically see with a James yeah. Bond character, which was a nice change of pace. Like it was nice to see his motivation be someone he actually loves. And not only like having us as an audience, how to have to like infer that love, Mm -hmm. but us explicitly, like when they do that house scene where he's Mm -hmm. like, if you think for one second that it wasn't hard for me to put you on that train, I have never stopped. Love it like that was an incredible moment for a character that you don't typically get that type of disclosure from. So I will say kind of like to boost Marcus's comment. I did appreciate a different look into motivation for a character that yeah. has had a pretty formulaic way of which of doing things over the course of, um, existence of it so even back to sean connery it's typically pretty formulaic he doesn't get attached to anything right he's got a license to kill he'll have a couple of uh fun little one-liners in there (laughs) um sleeps with two people beats the bad guy goes home like that's generally (laughs) the formula for most pretty much and this broke the formula and i i enjoyed it like i thought that that was that was well done so i would uh kind of boost what marcus says and then give a little bit of my own on there so brian
2: yeah no, I, I I agree with everything that's been said. I think the Daniel Craig movies have been something that I've always enjoyed because they've broken that formula. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty much, almost I would say about every movie has has twisted or turned that formula on its head, and I feel like this movie absolutely did that, especially mm-hmm. with its finale. And we'll we'll probably we'll get to that in a yes. little bit. Yeah. Uh, but I think that some of the things that I noticed with it were that there were one-liners in here, but they're either like cut off or they if they are said um, they're like <laughs> they they are said in like genuine uh, like feeling and intent yes. but you're moving right past it yep. and so I enjoyed that like yeah there were some like cheesy one lighters but then there were ones that were cut off and I was like that's kind of funny like I enjoy yeah. that the movie's kind of winking back at us and then I also enjoyed that the, I feel like all of Daniel like the all of the Daniel Craig movies have had this focus on like look, like Bond is done. This guy is sick of it. He's he's good. Even going all the way back to Casino Royale, like that is how the third act starts, is him resigning from MI6. The yeah. first movie that he's in. Yeah. And so I appreciate that this movie was like no he he's retired like he's minding his own business yeah. very clearly yeah, and everybody messes it up for him like very clearly mm-hmm. he had nothing I shouldn't say that he he didn't do the things that led him to go back in and it was just kind of nice to have that like outside perspective of just him like yeah I'm coming back and I'm <laughs> I'm going to try to do this stuff but I'm clearly not in the in circle in the in loop um, and so I appreciated that. I think the other thing that I appreciated was also just how essentially I, it it knew its strengths. This movie knew its strengths. So the action yeah. sequences were fantastic. Yeah. Daniel Craig nailed everything. Even if he's like super sick of this and done with it, he yeah. still nailed it. And I feel like that's best encapsulated uh, when they go to Cuba and he meets him with Ana de Armas. I feel yeah. like yeah. the strongest point in this movie is everything that starts and ends in Cuba. Uh um, oh, 100%. It is just like pure distilled bond. You get something suspenseful. You feel like he's in danger. Mm-hmm. You meet you, you meet a, a fellow agent, uh, Anna yeah. De Armas, who I cannot remember her character's name, but she's like kind of like oh my gosh the, the word is escaping me but when you meet her you're like are you all there like yeah. she's like oh i've a only dit- had I'm three weeks of training a lot, kind of ditzy. Uh, yeah. aloof
0: like yeah, very aloof, aloof, a word, right probably. yeah
2: a ditzy and you're, like, you're kind of like okay but then everything happens you she's you she you see that she's incredibly competent yeah. you yeah. see lashana lynch enter the field like everything is just happening so fast yeah. And it's yes. all done super well. Like if there's yeah. one sequence in this movie that you have to that you that you would recommend to somebody, it's it's that that is the strongest part of the movie. Yeah. And that is the most fun I had watching this movie. Absolutely. Just super well done. Also, this movie is beautiful to look at. Like every mm-hmm. shot in this movie yes. is just
0: mm-hmm.
1: gorgeous. Like, yeah, even I, I could go on town. and on and on. But that's <laughs> where I'll stop even the desert scene where it could be that's looked at as a wasteland and there's nothing really cool to look at yeah. that city is very, very pretty. And the way the shots are set up, it, it just, it, I couldn't agree more with the cinematography with this. It is yeah. absolutely like gorgeous and, and beautiful and everything is framed so well. Yeah. And I can go back to Anna de Armas too. I think yeah. that that's another like highlight of what this could have been. If we were using the old formula, she could have been the right. Like, Oh, they, they spend one more extra night in Cuba. There's that scene, and then they. Of move course. On. But they <laughs> didn't. Scene. Yeah. They literally, like. You came the one in...
0: they have sex? The yes. yes.
1: Yes. The, the, <laughs> yes. Where he says. Roman. Where he says, like, well, if you have a little bit of time, like, and then he moves on. Like, <laughs> I think what the beauty of that is, is she is, she's brought in, she does her job, she leaves. Like there yeah. is, there's, there is no dwelling on that longer than it needs to be. Um, Which I yeah. really, really, really appreciated. So um, yeah, I couldn't agree more with everything that's been said here as far as the things that are like, we really liked and that stood out. Um, I think one of the things that as I kind of sit back and I think about it I kind of want to go back to Marcus's point just a smidge about saying I do feel like there is this got really kind of complicated because yeah. I didn't see Spectre or at least I don't remember seeing Spectre.
0: I um, do not
1: remember most of Spectre, and
2: yeah. I did not realize that would play so much into this movie. Yeah, and
0: well, did it though? I don't. I don't think uh, it's somebody who saw yes. Spectre. I'll, yes. I'll wait until Doug finishes his point. I'll well, here's Doug what I was finish. gonna say. I didn't I'm ready remember fucking fight today, kids. I kind
1: of got, got this weird moment with it, like where I felt like I needed to know Spectre, but simultaneously I didn't need to. Like, and yeah. that's and that's weird, and that's a that's an odd choice for a movie that you took a six-year gap in. Like you yeah, took a series between Spectre before you did this, and we're all sitting here like, okay, cool. What <laughs> like and I, I think mean, there's just a lot of that that's interesting and i just think that that top to bottom much of this is kind of all over the place all at once i enjoyed it <laughs> but i do feel like i was there were moments where it was like it felt like well we got to do something with all the specter stuff
0: mm, I, uh, we're gonna have it be kind of
1: there but also not there
0: i will allow space for rebuttal before i give my own <laughs> input
2: I mean, I, so let me just add, add this anecdote. So uh, m- m- my wife, Maggie, was like, oh, yeah, well, I'm going to rewatch. I'm going to rewatch Spectre. And I was like, and this is after I had seen the movie. And I was like, yeah, that would have been a good idea. And I was like, <laughs> that's a, that's a solid idea, hon. You should you should do that because the movie opens. <laughs> I had no idea that the that the oh, my gosh, what is her name? Lee, oh, Madeline! We're gonna say Madeline. Uh, yes. That Madeline—I f- completely forgot Madeline was Inspector mm-hmm. and was like a main driving component and romance interest in that film. Mm-hmm. Completely jettisoned that from my memory, and I will own that. Also, this movie asks you to remember a very specific romantic detail from 2006. Yep, mm-hmm. which yeah. opened with Vesper. Is it? Is it needed? Hope you no. can remember her name. <laughs> but. Like, <laughs>
1: This is a movie from
2: 2006. I'm really, I, I was surprised that decision was made, but I enjoyed it because I remembered it. So and she's brought
1: up again, to be fair, she's brought up again and referenced again in quantum of solace. But well, I remember that being the last movie that I significantly remember in the Daniel Craig series. Well, not because they were bad or I avoided them. I just never got around to them. And so having, okay, Marcus is ready.
2: Marcus yes. is ready to
1: go here. Yeah. Okay. Marcus. Oh, so, Okay, you're also on mute, just really fast. You've muted yourself.
0: All right, here's what I got to say. (laughs) Here's what I got to say. Bathed in red glow. Here, gentlemen, (laughs) okay? Here's what's happening. What is happening? (laughs) Here's what's happening, all right? First of all, that's y'all fault for not watching the movie. <laughs> <laughs> let's, just, let's just put it all out there. Let's just put uh, it all I'll, out there. To be fair, yes. Maggie invited you to go and watch the movie, <laughs> and you were just like, well, humbug, whatever. So that's why I, I was, for I was not listening it. to Maggie while she was <laughs> like, I'm going to rewatch a movie, right? Right? Am I, am I mean, that's fair to say.
1: You're not I mean, wrong. To be fair, is, she invited him to watch it
0: after yeah, he had already this seen this it. This was after. That, that, that's the, dog, the dog was already out of that house. That's fine. Here's <laughs> the thing. That main romantic interest, that was the whole reason that Bond left. That was like the end oh, of the movie. So you literally could have watched the end of Spectra oh. and got that same information. Now, here's why I feel like uh, here, here's why I feel like um, I disagree with you all. Go, Go for actually, it. Because it's six years since the last movie, plus COVID, it, would, it wouldn't it would have yeah. made any sense for them to invest all that time back into Spectra. Now, I do think, and I told this to Doug, I, I think that they had a different plan for Spectra to really dive into it to see what it meant, because they made that a big deal that Bond's quote unquote brother, his yeah. adopted brother, was the lead of this organization. And I do think we were going to see a MI6 versus Spectra movie, but we just couldn't get there with the time that we have. Daniel Craig's done with this movie. And I I told Doug, I said, this movie could have been, you could have had another movie before you got to this one where you could have addressed everything with Spectra and then got into this. They had to kill two birds with one stone. And I like the pace of it that when he went to go visit his brother, his brother died. Like yeah. that was it. And that was the, yeah. they put a boat on that. They put yep. a boat on the CIA agent. They put a boat on all of these things. Yeah. See, we're trying to tell this new story while also realizing, fuck, we need to wrap up the past <laughs> shit. That yeah. We did yeah. Because we just don't have time. That's to true. Do it. So yeah. it's like, I think that they, for this to be a uh, spy espionage, Type movie that requires yeah. a little bit more depth. When you went to when they were in Cuba and they ended up at that spectra party and they said, Fuck, these are all the people, these are all the big weeds, Spectra. I understood the assignment. Yeah. I knew they got all the big Spectre yes. agents in one place and yes. something's going to happen in this one place. And they're like, yep. Man, look at all the fucking big bads in this fucking building. Yeah. And they're just like, Oh, they just killed all the big bads in the building, which means that's no longer a thing. And the only spectra agent you now need to worry about is this one. Right. Now, I have other issues with the villain and its intentions, but oh, as far as yes. this goes, I disagree with you both as on, on how they address it and there's too much going on. I feel like you had to do it this way. I, um, there was yeah, no other options.
1: Yeah, I don't I, I don't disagree with that. I think you're probably right. I think you probably did have no other choice than to do it this way. But I, I guess I just wish then that they would have I don't know. It just felt like there were times where I felt like there was, it was entertaining. So I'm not trying to say like, Oh, it's not entertaining or it's not, it's not good, but there are moments where if this is your entry point, and I think that that's why maybe the box office is a little bit reflective of this, of this maybe is most bond movies you can pick up and lay down by themselves. I do feel like with this one, there's a smidgen of homework. And I think that that whether better or worse may have some impact on, people's willingness to go and see it on its opening weekend I,
2: okay. I i will chime in though to marcus's point like to both of your points actually now that i'm thinking about this so i jettisoned most of specter i i remembered the brother thing I remember I it did not land for me. I did not like that. But we're not here to talk about Spectre. We're here to talk about No Time to Die. I do think Uh, Spectre was
0: trash. Please don't get me wrong. No, 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 no. And that's a whole other (laughs) thing. I don't know if it was trash.
2: But the the whole the whole thing is, is like, I didn't remember those details, but I still enjoyed myself Mm. not knowing those details. Like I it was believable to me that like Bond is here. He's found the love of his life. Who cares? And he's trying to, pat, you know, he's trying to, like, overcome things with his previous lover um, and moving forward and, and all that stuff. Like, I wasn't one-to-one on all of that, mm-hmm. and I still enjoyed myself. And I think the pace has something to do with that. I can't remember yeah. who said that. I think it was Marcus. Marcus. I think the pace has something to do with that. Like, you're just, even though this is, like, a longer movie, you're still, it, didn't feel it, it well. doesn't feel that way to yeah, me. Like, you're sure. you're still moving through stuff pretty fast uh even yeah. even when it slows down in some of the more dialogue heavy stuff um and to your point about blowfield inspector it was almost like to me i was kind of like i kind of know the broad map of this movie i just can't see past the end of the second act like that's what i can't yeah. see beyond and okay. that was for good reason with how that movie ended and i think yeah. that i honestly think that's a good setup for like james bond like i i yeah. really do because i feel like daniel craig in this style of movie was brought in because it was just getting so overly formulaic mm-hmm. i mean like pierce brosnan like flipping like th- th- no time not no time to die uh but
1: uh i'm i'm trying to tomorrow think Tomorrow never dies brian it was not it was i mean it was because his not, were it was eye, not, tomorrow never dies was and then there was another one it was the last one um but like it, essentially all
2: of like all of this stuff happening in the last Pierce Brosnan movie, it was almost like more of a sci-fi movie die than like, Oh yeah. Die another day. Our world is not. Die, I think it was die oh, another yeah. day. Die another day. Yep. And it like, there was like a laser from space with light. There was a car driving <laughs> yeah. on a glacier. He was kite surfing. Yeah. Uh, It, it was bonkers. Had diamonds
1: in his face. There yeah.
2: There was a guy with diamonds yeah. in his face. And I feel like, they had to keep to that formula so much that they were Uh bending all this other stuff, which is why Daniel Craig came in. And my point being that I feel like, all of this grounded nature still works. And then switching the formula in those mm-hmm. spots, I still feel like all these Daniel Craig movies are held in a higher esteem than other yeah, James for sure. Bond movies. For oh, that they,
0: they go into a much deeper depth. I mean, yeah. because then you do get an actor, then you do get characters like Cyclops where you get the one-eyed <laughs> man and yeah. you yeah. still get the fun of a James Bond movie Um, with, yeah. the, with the last punchline being, oh, I just showed somebody a watch cue. Um, it really blew their right. mind. Yeah and it was like that's a Bond thing to do, but you're right. Um this these his Bond Daniel Craig's Bond movies really, really dove into shit. Like they were really trying to get you to relate to Bond.
1: Yeah. Well they think they were less of a you know, Bond originally started out as an expose on like the whole iron curtain between the East and the West and that Russia was truly the enemy. I mean, most of Sean Connery and then the other guy whose name, nobody ever remembers Roger Moore, Roger Moore. No one remembers him. I Um, remember him as, as bond anyway. (laughs) So like Sean Connery and Roger Moore who were in this, they fought majority against the Soviets. Yeah. That, that that was a political commentary. And I think, When you're writing uh, Casino Royale and you're writing these other movies, your choices are, well, we can either continue to write this as being a geopolitical thing, or what if this is a character study like over time of somebody? And I think that that's what makes daniel craig's movies more compelling is that they are character studies not commentary on the geopolitical politics that's a great point that is a fantastic point and so that's why i think we appreciate it because to be honest with you we get enough of that geopolitical bullshit in the day-to-day so like watching someone have to comfort and deal with the fact that they can never touch the love of their life again that's some deep (laughs) and meaningful and personal bullshit If, I think that's a
2: that is, a, point, that is a fantastic point, that's Doug. Point. I, I, that's excellent. I mean, like, even some of, like, I, I'm looking at the list of movies now. I mean, even if you look at, like, Thunderball or yeah. you only live twice that yeah. are not like directly related to Russians, it's still like this weird mm-hmm. James. This thing is happening in this country and you need yeah. to do XYZ right. and yeah. oh it it'll be the fall right. of Western civilization. Like very much that type of vibe. And I feel like yeah. I, I I agree. I I feel like I feel like these movies embraced the idea of like, what if, yeah, what if these people weren't really easily identifiable of who's good and who's bad, like kind of bringing more back, like more to the espionage and less of the geopolitical stuff, which is, yeah, that's, I, that, that strikes a chord with me is what I will say.
1: Yeah.
0: So then my question to you both, to you both is what bond do you prefer? Like if we're moving forward and usually we'll save this for the end, but I think we're at a good point to kind of, to bring this up now, what kind of Bond do you prefer? What Bond movie would you prefer moving forward? Now that we've gotten this deep dive, and then we've had Bond, past Bond, where Pierce Brosnan is more, he's more, there is a story there, but you really did not get a lot into who Bond is, and Bond falling in love, like, genuinely trying to fall in love and settle down. What Bond do you prefer? Because Danny Craig is on the, he's, how old is Danny Craig? This Bond is maybe about oh, 40. I did the math.
1: Daniel Craig is fifty three. He's fifty three. Yeah, he's an old one. Um, I mean, he's,
0: he's all right. He's, he's an old
1: one. He's an old one.
0: So, like, what what Bond do you prefer? What do you want to see next? I mean, what here's what I will say,
1: and I will say, uh, let me start here. There are classic Bond movies that are ingrained in my head.
0: Okay. For,
1: yeah. Like memories that I have attached to them. So okay. why they're a deep, like why they're internal? Like Holly
0: Berry walking out of that damn water. Well, that's yeah. a, well, that was a young Which time. Was that was a time in my wrong. young doctor. No, by that way, was a, too. That
1: was a different time in my young life. Um, what I remember <laughs> is makes me think of Monster Ball. Go, oh, Goldeneye <laughs> or 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 Swordfish, Swordfish, Marcus. Oh, um, oh
0: Swordfish. Oh, yeah. Yep.
1: So, like, hmm. there's a portion of this Fish. like goldeneye will mm-hmm. always golden eye will always yeah. stand out in my brain why goldeneye stands out yeah. in my brain is I remember the the how ingrained it was with me and my group of friends at that point in time. Y'all come on now. <laughs> <Marcus is laughs> I will just put this Marcus out there was I like, I had I,
2: my laugh I was reporting yeah, directly I'm, from a, the gutter
0: I told you I'm here to fucking podcast. So I'm not going to <laughs> cut that off. I'm here to podcast. i no, to be honest. Okay? We, we respect your work. Here's the thing. Very accomplished. Here is the thing for me. Okay. I understand that old James Bond film painted women in a light that is a terrible light to paint them in. It's damn yes. in stress. It's fucking terrible. But I yes. also recognize the beauty in women who That's are just beautiful in their roles. All the women in Daniel Craig's movies have had a plot or a story behind them. That's and, true. and they kind of led away more from this misogynistic damsel in distress to more, I'm just trying to make it out. I'm just trying to survive kind of role. And even this one, she wanted to be with him. Yeah. And so I recognize That's the beauty. So I'm not going to run away from the mistakes that they've made. I think we need to recognize um, that this isn't, they don't treat the women in these new James Bond films. And I think moving forward in these new James Bond films, moving forward the same as they did in the past. But women are beautiful. I, like I am never going to apologize sure. for that. Women are beautiful, and they're great actresses. And 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 people are beautiful. And I just think we, I'm going. Marcus Destin is going to recognize Holly Berry. You is beautiful as hell.
1: That's you. You go right ahead, and I will agree. She's a <laughs> phenomenal actress. She's she's gorgeous. And you're right. It is interesting to watch the evolution, especially since the other James Bond movie that's ingrained in my head is the Sean Connery version of, like, watching, like, Goldfinger, and I remember watching that with my dad. So, like, Goldfinger and Goldeneye are deeply ingrained in in my psyche as being something meaningful long-term. That being said, I could tell you that most of those are, like, A thrill ride, they're fun to participate in, but I don't really get a lot out of them. It was nice to see this type of James Bond and recognizing that there it is possible for someone who's employed by the government that to disagree with the government that employs them in this one. Which is James Bond, while he doesn't spend a lot of time getting up M's ass about like the fact that he let something go awry, he does go out of his way to say you fuck this up and we I like it. you and I respect you and I'll help right. you clean it up. But you fucked up like, and you need to recognize that you're the reason why I have to go and do what I'm good at. Like it's and, and whatever that is. And, and so I appreciate that storyline a little bit more um, in light of current events and in I light mean, of where we're at. Like I appreciate that storyline more than the like, men want to men like men want to be him women want to be with him storyline like that's that's old hat and that just doesn't
0: feel so tell me entertaining what bond do you want that was a beautiful explanation and I agree with you now tell me moving forward what bond do you want
1: I would prefer it to be a little bit I would prefer it to be closer to Daniel Craig's bond than than the Pierce Brosnan, Roger Moore, ja- Sean Connery bonds. Okay, going forward.
0: Okay, that's fair. So no, not necessarily all thrill, more deeper, a deeper dive into Bond and his mindset. Or do yeah. we like? Or do we like a Bond that I know he's a 007, I know he's good at his job. I know he's going to win.
1: I don't necessarily need to know that either. Like okay. I, I like it. I like watching when heroes lose. I like I watching them lose because I think that's the, I think how people lose says more about them than how they win.
0: Okay. I like that. I like that. Brian Roush. uh, Yes. Uh, I (laughs) have
2: had a lot of time to think about this. It is very difficult. Uh, I do want to say on her Majesty's secret service. uh, This is the George Lazenby (laughs) led one. Um, He does like, they do dive into it a little bit and he gets married, but then like the whole finale of the movie is that the bad guys kill his wife, like his newly married wife, like almost comical and like, we're just married and they're like in the car and they get shot at and she dies. Like, Damn. anyway, I probably shouldn't have watched that as a kid without having some parents be like, okay, well this, this is, this is, this, this is, this is what's dark. happening here. It's a little dark um image. so like i know other movies have tried to dive into this but i i think the reason that the daniel craig ones strike such a chord with me is because it brings it out of being like this silly cbs procedural like i've read the bond books and like there's more there where it's just like you get more intricacies in how he does this work mm-hmm. um and i feel like a good example of that is the novel devil may care like he goes to the middle east he has to figure out like what is going on. He has no resources and he's it's just straight up like 50 spy craft, which I think is yeah. it, like on the ground. Spy craft is incredibly difficult because, you know, everybody thinks it's like sneaking around and planning stuff, but it's like cultivating sources. And so you have to convince yeah. people to work for you and find their pressure points. And that is the stuff that's always compelled me about this stuff. And so some of the bond movies just have this like CBS NCIS procedural, like vibe oh, to them, true. which is like, that's true. That's fine. If you're in the mood for that, if you're yeah. in the mood for like a gold finger or a tomorrow never dies or, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, whatever, whatever Roger, like, uh, the spy who loved me, like very procedural, something yeah. fun's going to happen. And you know, they're going to win. That's great. I think for me though, I've enjoyed the Daniel Craig uh, the Daniel Craig adventures because it has been something new and just something fresh. I also feel like not to get like <laughs> generational here, but I feel like one of the reasons James Bond is able to make this leap from like uh, older audiences to newer audiences like us is because we have been brought up in a time where like, we have known war for most of our uh, like childhood and adult life. Yeah, I okay, um, I, yeah, no, I like seriously, like no, I, I'm good. I'm going to do this. Like, and uh, like the Pierce Brosnan movies were like this, like, Oh, Russia's not around, but there's still bad people, mm-hmm. but you see them struggle so much. The villain mm-hmm. in tomorrow never dies as a newspaper publisher absolutely okay. is. the villain in uh the world is not enough is some guy who like has cancer and wants to nuke everybody um yep. yep and then in no time to die or not no time to die but then in die another day it's like hey remember north and south korea okay stick with us it's like <laughs> what <laughs> um so like those bond movies didn't have like a really good foundation and they were trying to find it and then here come these daniel craig movies where it's like we're done with countries we're just we're done with them and uh, like don't trust authority like leave it like james bond like daniel craig james bond in 2006 figured it all out before we all entered the workforce as a generation of like look kid like just stop working as soon as possible go find your pretty your pretty person your pretty partner and and go live your life in Venice and just just leave everything behind because it's not worth it like he he was conveying this message before most of us entered the workforce and so like my main point here is that I feel like it resonates with me and the reason I want to see more of it because it's this distrust of authority I can't really vibe with like oh all for Britain or all for Western civilization because like yeah. Ah, man, like we've had 20 years of war where like we said we were doing that and we clearly were not. Yeah. not we were, yeah. not we were doing clearly it. making things worse like we're as not. a as a nation yeah. or our government was, right? So it's really hard to be like, yeah, go get them. Sp- spies like it just doesn't feel the same so i want to see an exploration more of that because i feel like we have enough of this procedural stuff whether it's on tv or or in other movies so
1: that was a really long explanation i i apologize if i got a bit deep there and the other thing i'll mention brian i think to your point is you know james bond always leaned into like stereotypical tropes of countries and yes. I think when you live and we operate in a global oh, society geez. where we are all so interconnected on the internet and elsewhere, who knew that James Bond was going to be the one that'd be like, nah, we can't paint a whole country as being <laughs> sneaky and evil. Yeah. Or, yeah, believe it or not, we can't paint a whole demographic of individuals uh, as being somehow like fundamentally problematic because that's just who they are. They said, we're going to dive into the motivations of individual characters or organizations. And as far as like that art imitating life, That right now is far more scary than a country being a particularly terrifying point. Yes, there is a deeply held belief that there's a cabal of people running the world (laughs) like you're absolutely right. That's absolutely terrifying. And you're paying into that, which is a far better point and motivation for someone to watch it and to give them something like look this isn't something to pe- fear so yeah i mean you're absolutely right they i'd never i think that most people would not expect a movie like this to be the one that drives that forward
2: yeah uh, yeah i i agree i'm not saying this movie's perfect either um with like know. all of like the rah-rah country Very stuff long. but it's more critical than its predecessors um what
0: yeah. do you want what do you, uh, you know? What I'm not even gonna start. I'm not even gonna start. Let's just go <laughs> to the next question because then well, I, have a, I have, I have, because then my question is, what do you want? Like, what, what is fair? it that you want as a consumer? Um, you say one movie is too long, so let's look at Justice League, Justice League with Josh, <laughs> Wheaton. just Justice League, I mean, because it's the clearest example, Justice League with Josh Wheaton, they cut that down to be the framework of what they believe consumers want, right? The movie right. turns out trash, it's at least a four hour <laughs> movie and it's like one of the second-ranked best DC films out because it's able to tell the story. When you get a James Bond movie, would you want a James Bond movie that would have only been an hour to give a finale after six years since the last film? Or do you want a two-hour, 30-minute movie that really wraps up and hits everything that it has to before it gives you a grand finale like it did in this movie? Like, which one do you, like, what do you want? What, What are we looking for in this now? I would say somewhere in between. How do you is do the, that? When what do you I, cut to get there. You have to I tell me together? what do we get because you say somewhere in between. And I'm telling you, I'm here to raise all types of hell. So I'm That's asking good. questions I'm because, like, seriously, we like, I even want to have to start asking myself. I don't ever want to be the podcast is like, we're going to just be nitpicky to be uh-huh. nitpicky and just give broad answers. I want to be able to answer the questions that we ask each other. And so yeah. my thing is this movie was perfect because it answered everything and it did everything that it was supposed to. It wrapped up the first story with his wife. It brought in a child. It wrapped It, it wrapped up the current love life. It wrapped yeah. up him as Bond. It wrapped up him as 007. And it's like, what do we, Well, what do you want?
2: I, I also feel like this might be a good time to kind of talk about how this story does that. Cause like, yeah. yeah. I, I've like I didn't actually think I'll just we'll rip this off. I yeah, did not actually it. think James Bond would die
1: in his own movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we were speculating in the theater as to whether we, or not he was. We, going I knew, to. I
0: kind of we had a feeling.
1: I I thought we had a feeling. I had a feeling then it was undone. Then it was confirmed. Mm-hmm. Like I kind of went back and forth with yeah. it because when he went back to get the rabbit, I was like, "Well, there's no way he's not going <laughs> to give the rabbit to his kid." Like. And so it was like a, well, he's not going to die because he's got to give that rabbit to his kid. And then Marcus was like, well, maybe he'll give the rabbit like on his deathbed and then she <laughs> will walk out and he'll die. Like we it was kind of like a we knew it was going to yeah. we knew it was Somebody happening
0: had, because there wasn't enough deaths leading up to it. Yeah. There, the, nobody major had died leading up to this moment.
2: Yeah. Well, yeah. And something was, was uh, like a red flag went off when Lashana Lynch's character left too. I was like, mm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This, mm-hmm. this this is something and I don't know how to feel about it. Yep. And uh, yeah, I mean, I honestly, I'm glad they did it. I, yeah. I'm really happy. I'm very satisfied with this. And I think like as a whole, I think it's one of the reasons this movie works because it it does the thing. No other Bond movie has no, done no, and taken it to its logical it. like end of just like yeah if you're a spy and you're doing all this really dangerous stuff you're probably going to die <laughs> <laughs> like right. just straight if up you're good at your job you're probably going to you- die Like, you know, and they always talk. Oh, this is such a dangerous job, James. Like, yeah, yeah, it is. And this this dude, this dude bit it doing exactly what James Bond has always said to to, and it just it gave it this weight and gravitas that like none of the other films had for me. Like they act those 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 people did it. And I'm I'm
1: really impressed they did it. To be fair, he dies when the trope catches up with him that's right? actually think, think about it like Lord, every other man. time james bond engages in some like harebrained dangerous fucking activity he dusts himself off and he's like i'll take a martini and credit. true like, that that's been the plot for this yeah and this is where that main tro- trope comes in and says no he doesn't walk away from this because it's not a trope it's yeah. an end that he had to have because yeah. he's no longer worried about his legacy and he's at peace with the fact that he's done the best he could and he's created a better yeah. world for his wife and his child is significant other and chi- his, his, in his, and his child. Yeah. Like yeah. that, that to me is far more interesting. And he's, he's killed by the, he's killed by the introduction of a trope. And oh. I would rather he be killed by the trope and have the trope go away. And we never have to deal with it again. Uh-huh. Then, then to do some sort of, Christopher Nolan twist where he's at a cafe in France and they're like, Oh my god, was that James Bond? It's like, No, my name's Richard Perkins, you like somebody else. That was I don't need that that at all. Um, so I appreciated it. I'm glad I'm, I I mean, it's it's sad. Um, so yeah, I think that that's I think that's fair.
2: And I think that I think this just plays into how hard it is to answer your question, Marcus. Because, like, also, did you all enjoy that the nation that he served ended up killing him? Like yeah. directly, yes. Like yeah. I, That like, metaphor was wonderful. Narrative clear. symmetry it there. Also, like um, the
0: that he he died from herpes. <laughs> It was nanobots. Na- the, the entire thing from Her- Hercules, Her- Heracles, 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 Heracles. They said in Heracles, once yeah, you get it, for life. it spreads and it's with you for life. And the family were kissing each other, the dead body, and spreading it to each other, that's and it true. stays forever. This Heracles is Hercules. That's,
2: that's a, that is a plot point of a major motion picture. You're right. That's,
1: you're yeah. absolutely right. That's yeah. Absolutely right. Yeah. Uh, you're you're right, Joe Brian. It's it's hard to cut things. But I think there are a couple <laughs> places where I can do it.
2: Well, yeah, yeah. I, I, more directly. Like, I'll answer your question, Marcus. More directly to your point, I feel like I feel like this style of movie is resonating with people. Mm-hmm. I think, mm-hmm. I think for me, this is what I want. I also know that James Bond is like a comfort food type thing to others. Oh, so sure. I'm not gonna like get on other people if like, oh, you like Goldeneye? I love Goldeneye. Yeah, it is 100 like it very well executed uh it's a top five bond movie for me and that's fine like if they kind of dial it back to go go back i definitely get it because things have been really hard over the past two years and i Mm -hmm. understand if like an audience maybe doesn't have the appetite for another james bond exploring his interpersonal demons (laughs) Mm -hmm. after we had daniel craig be like well gotta die i have time for it i guess um You know, and I understand if studios don't think people <laughs> have the appetite for that. I'm trying to work all of these in, Doug. I have like two more left. I'm, um, glad.
1: I'm really glad you do. Bingo! <laughs> yeah,
2: but so I would like to see more of this style, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna like take away points for, you know, them going in a different direction. I, I get it. Yeah,
1: I mean, I, yeah, I mean, I would definitely as a consumer I would prefer more of this. Right. But I do feel that this, so obviously I prefer full stories to be flushed out. I want full stories to be flushed out. (laughs) Well, I want there to be exposition, but you need to like, let's, let's put this in the bigger picture and, 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 and understand this a little bit more. It's, it's two hours and 45 minutes. Fuck. Like Lord of the Rings. The original cut is three hours and five minutes. Yeah, You're 20 minutes off of that same mark. (laughs) like, And so for me, it's like I get wanting to tell a complete story and I want there to be a complete story. Mm -hmm. But you have to be conscious of the of the intention span of someone walking into a theater in what they think may be a joyride. Like if you if you build this. As if you were to blindfold me and tell me, hey Doug, we're getting on a we're gonna get on a roller coaster. There's gonna be ups and downs and thrills and banks, and you're not gonna show up if you're going forwards or backwards. And I pull the blindfold off after being on that ride for 15 minutes and I'm on a Ferris wheel. I'm not gonna not appreciate the fact that I'm on a ride. I am gonna ask some questions. Why did you put me here when you told me it was something else? Who told well, you it was that? But I'm telling the you truth, truth in marketing. You look Ooh, at the yeah. marketing of this particular movie, it is marketed as a, like, guns-a-blazing action movie. Yeah, it is. And is you it?
0: end up showing up that.
1: for a character study.
0: I never got that from the marketing for this movie. Oh. The only thing that I got from this, from the things that I saw, was it's the finale. And it's like, we did okay. it, Bang Bang Shoot them Up. When they went to Cuba with that sentence, sure, sure, sure. Um, yeah, with the, I forgot her, I forgot the actress's name. I'm sorry. Um, that's okay. They, the first action scene, we did get Bang Bang shoot him up yeah. when they're in the facility, um, on the poison island running up the stair, the whole stair sequence. So, like, yeah. we got that, we got that in the first 10 minutes when he felt like his um, his significant other betrayed him, and like when they yeah, were in yeah. the car, and that intense scene where he comes up to the car, shoots the window, and the sound is like, oh. Do do do! What do. an amazing sequence! It was Holy bucket. Bucket. That it was, was one of the best scenes in that fucking movie. And I felt which, like for me, they they hit the fucking nail on the head as far as trying to get two things done at one I, time.
2: I, yeah, I I also I, I okay, two things. That sequence really really quick. The sound, the Beautiful. visuals. Yes. Also, shout out yes. to Leia Sadu. If and I and please correct me if I'm saying her name wrong, who plays Madeline, no, no, no. she sells that scene. Yes. 100%. She's 100%. That scene works because Daniel Craig just is like, just look cool, Dan. Like, okay, yeah. action,
1: but like, I
0: like it doesn't bother yeah, you. I disagree. Right. Wait a minute, I disagree with that, Brian, because really? I feel like Daniel yeah. Craig. He was frustrated. His character is supposed to be upset because he feels like she just betrayed me. Right. He stood there cold face like, do you not know I'm a fucking killer? I have a license to kill. I know exactly how many shots it takes to get through this fucking window. Yeah. before That bullet gets through and hits you. You have to convince me that you did not betray me. And that's the exact face and emotion that I got sure. from Daniel Craig in that car. Just I, mean, they though. they
2: both do they great.
0: Both great. I think we can both agree that it's thing, that She's it's fantastic.
2: So, and I and I didn't I I, I realized in that scene, I'm like, oh right, right, she like the reason he's in that car letting this happen, this dude, he keeps shooting his window, because he wants to make sure that they're trying to kill her too. Really? And I was like, Oh my
0: gosh, yeah. that's
2: that is brutally depressingly. Yeah. Well done. Yes. Like, yeah. yeah. If you're yeah. a super spy and you're like, this person's betraying me, you're gonna stand there for a second and be like, Are you really gonna shoot her? Mm-hmm. Okay, one, two, three, four. Okay, we're at like eight bullets. He's tried to kill you eight times. I guess you're I guess you're legit. Like yeah. how cold and calculating and how well done that is. And this flows into my second point of like, I don't mind the two hour 45 minute adventures because they remind me more of like the novels of James sure. Bond. Like sure, yeah. that's fine tell me a long good story. And I feel like tying in Marcus's point, in my opinion, audiences are happy to go to like a three hour movie with a well-known established character or sequel or whatever. I feel like audiences are willing to do that. Um, So I don't think James Bond is ever going to have a problem with that. Now for some of our more indie movies and other superheroes that are trying to like break out you know out outside of dc marvel that's probably a different thing um you know that's harder but i i don't mind it but i'm also i'm also in the demographic of like you know after 35 so take that with the take that for what you will
0: well i'm 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 20 25 i think i can't remember (laughs) it's all right sometimes i forget Um, too but like if we paid money to sit in a recline like the new seats are recliners we're sitting back if you know if time is an issue, I didn't have a problem. Like I didn't have a problem with Endgame. Didn't have yep. a problem with this. But Same. I think you're right. Same for new for new movies that are trying to you know yeah. break out. I don't think they would have been able to do a. I don't think the new James Bond that gets introduced. I don't think you can do a three hour intro. No. For this bond. No.
2: I, yeah, and I and I feel like this is a whole other discussion of like oh, like some people complain about long movies, and we're all here like <laughs> you can make this
1: movie three and a half hours, and <laughs> Dude, we will please,
2: complain, I'm, but we will I'm sit through the you. whole thing and pay attention. Yes. So you know, and
1: and I think here's 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 a more articulated idea of of my point. <laughs> please, and I, and I want to preface this oh, with I told you. I'm, I'm bringing along. I want I want to preface this with, I don't necessarily have. I I liked the movie and not yes. once did I sit there not once did I sit there and go fuck this movie is long no, not never. once did Thank I you. check my watch. Not once did I like zone out. I was trying to avoid the old man who was coughing next Shit. to me at one point. Oh, that wait, oh. wait,
0: this guy was dying next to Doug the whole time and got up about four fucking times. And I
1: looked at Marcus mm. one time and I was like, today's the day we both go, like right now, <laughs> like, uh, so, mm. um, so, mm. the, so that's what I will say. Yeah, I think. I think, though, where I where I when I did look at it, I went, oh, fuck, this was two hours and 45 minutes. Yeah. and I don't I don't want to make it seem like I'm not mad about it. Like, it's just it. I think it's just an interesting choice when every other installment of the movie is two hours and 25 minutes. Yeah. Sure. Every other moment leading up to this is done a certain way. So I think I think there are I think that they with this one. The statement I will say is they weren't excessive. I don't think it was unnecessary. I just think that they probably indulged themselves a little bit more because it was yes. Daniel Craig's, Craig's last. I drive. I yeah, agree a hundred percent for sure. Glad everybody's with me because I think yep. you're about. I think I'm about to lose the majority of you with this next uh, thing. Here we go. Oh, what? I don't think that you need to do more James Bond movies after this. <sighs> oh, you're doing that.
2: <laughs> oh, Marcus just straight Marcus up left. has left Marcus the video chat everybody left. listening
1: so it is just Doug <laughs> and I here Marcus um, just straight up left wow. because here's because here's the thing here's what I will say I'm just going to leave him there he can come back <laughs> in did, did he log whatever. back <laughs> in you just come back in whenever he wants to <laughs> here's what I will say and there's a reason why I feel like you don't need to necessarily do that I don't think you need to do a James Bond character again Because think about how this one left. What would you hope to accomplish? Like what what broad character arc would you want to accomplish with the ending that you gave the last one? I I guess
2: for me, James Bond is is just this like such a well-known espionage type story and character. So from like a narrative perspective. I'm always going to be down for a James Bond movie Uh because there is this like element. (laughs) Marcus is back now, everybody. He is none too pleased. Uh, There's always going to be this element of mystery and I love mysteries. And so I feel like as, as long as they keep a good quality with that and it's a good, it's a good mystery. I'm going to be hooked. The Daniel Craig movies speak to me because of a generational, vibe that i pick up with them as well as like actually diving into who this character is beyond like i'm james bond blah 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 um practically speaking amazon has bought the j the rights to james bond movies so there's no way they just don't make more I,
1: i don't think i think you're right i just my question is this with with what we're saying, we liked about this, right? Like we liked the departure from the right, uh, the hyper masculine idea of a spy. We liked the deep character development. What if we did James a James Bond movie, but we didn't necessarily stick with James Bond?
0: Okay, oh, here's, here's what if thing. we followed a different number. Here's, but here's the thing: the movie. Okay, here's why I'm going to disagree with you. And I'm just going to... have to Do it. Out. Here's the thing. The movies aren't called James Bond. They are called 007. Right. So sure. the question really is, what direction do we want directors to take? Because in the movie, they address there. the line, is James Bond 007 or is 007 just a number? And we have been dissecting James Bond this whole time. Right? So if... 007 is just a number then anybody can come into the role and play 007 and maybe their name is not James Bond the what what has been addressed is James Bond was his real name that was not a name that they gave a CIA agent as a cover my reasoning into why you can do more James Bond film is stepping away from it is the actor actress, or person playing yeah. James Bond. Sure. It's it's their iteration of the character and how they bring this new story to life. You're never going to see another Daniel Craig version of James Bond, no. at least not for another 10 years. Yep. Because the next person that steps into this role is going to adopt it to be an entirely different thing and the next writer and producers and directors are going to want to tell a different story. Whether that's not diving as deep, you're going to have a director who may come in and want to focus more on the tech side of James Bond. Just like Matt uh, Matt Reeves with the Batman. He wants to focus more on the depth of Batman because if we're saying that, why aren't we saying the same thing about Batman or Superman or all of these variations of characters that we're getting? Why do we need another Batman movie? Why do we need another Superman movie if Christopher Reeves was the best? And that's that's what, like, in my opinion, like, whatever. But like, if this Batman, insert whatever name, Christian Bale was the best Batman, why are we getting another Batman movie? Why don't we ask those other franchises the same question? That's
1: that's a fair that's a fair rebuttal to my point. I think I think my question more stems from. We've spent the last years since 1968 following James Bond. And you can sit there and argue with me all day long that like, oh, it's 007 and it's just a number. Mm -hmm. It's not, though. Like we have been following James Bond for this duration of time. And I think that where we are in terms of what where society is at, do we. I guess I'm I guess I'm arguing I think we're probably making the same point but I'm arguing the other side of the same coin of like if it is just a number then it doesn't matter if it's 007. Oh. Well, and let me
2: jump in. I feel like this movie this movie almost did the thing I thought it like I thought it should do of yeah. um, with Lashana Lynch, like I was like oh, this yeah. is a great moment to just be like That's this is me? a mantle and yeah. like I feel like a lot of other superhero movies have done this well. I feel like uh, I, I, whoever you want to pick, whoever's been the next iteration of whatever hero, um, mm-hmm. like I feel like this movie had a genuine opportunity to be like, no, 007 is is now played by Lashana Lynch, and we're moving yeah. on. And it kind of backed away from it in a tiptoe, and I was yeah. disappointed in that. Like, we didn't need yeah. like the whole. No, you it's just a number. You can have it back.
0: I was just like, mm, mm, is it? Is it? I agree with that too, though. But go ahead. Why, and here's why. They addressed this in the movie. And he addressed it in real life. And we had this conversation, Doug. Daniel yeah, Craig said that 007, you can do a whole... Why rely on the 007 mantle to tell a story for Lashana Lynch? She can be her own character. She oh, does not sure. need to take up this mantle. And so my that goes back into it. 007 is James Bond. It's about how this person is the best of the best. The quest, Now, if you want to do 007, Double O insert whatever other storylines outside of this, like side stories. Like apparently HBO Max and DC have a million different projects in the box with different I'm stories. I'm
2: very curious if that's going to happen at Amazon too. I yeah, I think
0: that you can do a Lashana yep. Lynch storyline where she's like, it's just a number; it doesn't matter. It's LeBron James. It's like if you had LeBron James's number when he retires, they're going to retire his jersey number. They're going to because LeBron James is in that number. Michael Jordan also wore that number. Everybody else also wore 23. But for this scenario, the best of the best was in that 23 and the jersey is going to be retired. I think that you can tell more stories about James Bond, but it'll just be different iterations of what the character is. If you got a black James Bond, it's still James Bond, still 007. Just give it to me with the background of this character being black or from a different background or a different gender or sexuality or whatever the case may be. And tell a compelling story around it. It's not James. It's the story of the shit that he got to stop around him. And yeah, I that's
2: sure. that what it is. Yeah, for sure. No, I, I think, think that's a fair point. Like, I think I, I, I'm going to take time to process it. Like I still, I'm still, I, yeah, I, I'm going to take time to process
1: ab- that. I think that's absolutely a fair point. I, and I, and I agree with you. Like overall, I think, I think just where I felt like this storyline is leading us as an audience is to move away. And that's why I asked the question of like, do we really need it anymore? This storyline yeah hooked us up to a leash and said we're gonna lead you away from the idea of there even being a james bond you have to follow that's fair
0: that, that's right like
1: i got that a little yeah. bit with a couple yeah. of things one the war with m like being like yeah this is the nature of the work now like this is what we have to do and so, and then on top of that, the fact that he tried to retire several times and saying this yeah. isn't what you needed, this isn't what you need from me anymore, and the fact that his own government killed him.
0: I think <laughs> yeah. that I right? like think that is the intent. I th- I think I think the intention of the end of this movie, and this is just me personally, and and, no, and this, this is a good discussion. Now, um, You know, Doug, and your perception of things, because art is it's it's about perception. Right. Right. And so for me, the end of this movie was just that because the intention of James Bond movies is to start over. You get a new casting, you cast a new good looking person in the role. Now, however, I do think that this particular movie and Daniel Craig's run set a tone and a standard. Yeah and and that standard is going to have to be surpassed it's how you treat your female characters is one that's important that they had to yeah. figure out in the span of 16 years how you how much bond do you really want to know that's something that they yeah. addressed and it's up to you is i don't i don't, and here was the other point i don't know if i knew up until this point if 007 was James bond i always knew, like i feel like they addressed it in this run and specifically this movie But in the future, I always thought James Bond could have been his real or fake name and 007 could or could not have been addressed until we got to this where they said, I'm the new 007. Oh, you thought they would have retired your number, huh? And he was like, no, his name is Bond, James Bond. When they kept making him say his real name, they addressed the questions that we were asking. And I think moving forward, they will have that's like a foundation on how they move forward. Like they can either forget it or they keep it. I don't know. That's just me, though. Yeah, and and I will say this. Do we need James Bond? The answer is no. We don't need this (laughs) storyline. We don't, like, we could be fine. Like, would I be, like, upset about it? Can you go a few, you could probably go five to seven years without making a James Bond movie just to let this series kind of, like, lay down a little bit. But I I would,
2: yeah. I would also like alias alias is essentially the James Bond premise, but it is Americanized with a, with a, like a woman lead Jennifer Garner. That's where she made a name for herself. And like alias has so many similar things to James Bond. It's, it's out, it's, it's out of there. So like, absolutely. There's other things that can fill that space.
1: And I, and here's the last thing I'm going to say, do I think that they'll be done with it as a character? absolutely not like they're not they're not going to <laughs> move away from it. that like I don't think that they're going to move away from that at all like I think though this has set a standard for what we expect for them mm-hmm. going forward I think that like I've mentioned this whole time in my whole concept being on trope and formula the the formula died and I don't think anybody's going to try to revive that or at least I hope not I don't that- even know what that looks like in yeah. five years like I, I like no yeah. And I, I hope and I only say that because we all know that that shipping service with a TV arm may make the decision to do with Amazon um, since Amazon bought them like, you know, they may make the decision to do the consumerist approach with this is, is like, give it a formula and stick with it. Let's start churning them out. I mean, and I hope that that's yeah. not, I hope that that's not the case because this one was and I will say it again. I like this. It was good. I don't know. If I, you would, liked it. I would. I would. I did like it. Like I don't. No, I mean, I don't. I don't I'm have kidding. anything okay. like overtly negative. My critique is all on the like, where do we go from here? End. Because oh, just, really? Like, yeah. yeah. Well, that's my whole point with the like, where we were led as an audience. Because I got this feeling, and maybe my feeling was wrong, but I got this feeling that it was like, this is, we, we're we're done with this. this. Felt like a. This felt like a bookend. And I'm not for the character altogether. It felt like a bookend. Like it just, it there's, there's a part of me of this of like, it felt like a bookend where other actors are going to look at his performance. They're going to look at how good it is. And they're going to go. I don't know if I want to touch that. Like, I don't know if I want to try to redo my version of it. And you're absolutely right. Like Batman and Superman is the same thing and people still get employed to do that. So maybe this is a moot point, but I don't know. Like it just, I I got this feeling from that that it felt very bookendy, and maybe oh, I'm man. wrong, maybe I'm not. But I, well, I, that's the reason I loved it. it I love that it was a
2: definitive yeah. end where there's For so this- many things yeah. that that keep going, and like, yeah, it matches. It also matches the tone of the story as well. I, yeah. I guess I was not. I I, I I am not. I I guess I don't see that as a as a necessarily a. a a critique, that's something I, I loved about it. If we're talking about critique, oh, and, not, and I don't list.
1: I don't mean critique Brian in the sense of like I fucking hated this. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I mean, get it. I mean I mean it in the sense of like that's just a feeling I got. I loved it. I loved that that was a bookend, but there's just so many visual things after his death that make me go. Are we gonna get another James Bond or are we gonna just get another 007 with a different name? Well, I, I want
0: to We're wanna... more like well, to go and, the well, 007. Hang on a route. second.
1: At the end of this movie, it says
2: James Bond will return. Maybe? after all the credits oh, we did not watch oh
0: we did not see that that is <laughs> no, did I not it. No, did not watch really the credits no at the very
2: that? end of all the credits that roll
1: it says James Bond will return oh, well, well it really fuck did say then, that? then you know yeah. something then fuck me and fuck the last 30 <laughs> minutes Man of, of shit that I just <laughs> said Brian it. you couldn't have you could have saved me <laughs> I, well, well no it was a good energy, discussion of what James to Bond movies are gonna be
2: so I was like okay alright yeah alright like we don't know we don't know what iteration that is gonna be Doug has left the podcast. <laughs> uh, we have had
0: two walkouts in this podcast. I,
2: it, I, I am the only one that hasn't walked out. Right. Uh, I don't it's know why. G-B. I like this is something I didn't think we'd we'd be doing. G-B.
0: Did it really say that at the end of the movie? Yeah, at
2: the at the end of the movie at the, <laughs>
0: Doug, wait, yes, wait. At the
2: end of the movie in big white letters, James Bond will return.
0: And I think and and to, right. Doug, to your point, I, we've we've never seen. A Bond movie with a incompletion. I don't think we've ever no. seen a Bond, a, a, a Bond series run where it was right Bond, off into the sunset. Yeah, like that's it. Yeah. That's usually how it ends, and you assume that he goes on. Um, and that's why I, I guess I didn't feel like it was a book ending. I felt like okay, it's doing what we typically do. It's prepping people to know a new Bond is going to come.
1: And yeah, then, and I feel like they're going to go. Then I'm then I'm very curious since James Bond will return. Um, I'm very curious. <laughs> about where they go storyline with it
0: that's that's what that's the interesting that's question. And I think that's, that that's a great question yeah. i
2: mean and do, and do you ser- serialize it or not because these movies yeah. were kind of serialized mm-hmm. kind of kind of not early days they were,
0: lately Whoa. they
1: weren't but early days I they mean, definitely were what i
0: hope they don't <sighs> do which i feel like is going to happen is they're going to do a Some type of prequel into how James Bond becomes James Bond, and and it's going to be like that Tom Clancy run of fucking Amazon movies with Tom Clancy and that whole goddamn Jack Ryan and yeah, from the office. And and it's like, yeah, I don't want to see that. If you're asking me what the storyline is and what I don't want to see, I don't want to see a prequel to how James Bond became so good at what the fuck he does. Right. Not necessary. Don't show me that shit.
2: Because no, that's true.
0: I'm I know he's good, that. and part of the love of James is knowing James is good at what he fucking does. And <laughs> I don't people hate speak. James because of that. Literally, people was like, "Well, hey, James, hey, you know, James is like that, man." Well, and I think the other thing is is I think what Daniel Craig's version of this did is, is like,
1: f- yes, he has a license to kill, but he's not perfect. No. He's a flawed right. human, no. No. and I think right. that that's why he's so relatable as a character is he's a flawed human. Yeah. Like, I don't need to see him take fucking like practice shots in a shooting range and then be like in the field you may have to do this fast. So like I don't <laughs> need to see
0: that shit. Like I, I don't need to see it at all. Or how he seduces women or because he seduces women because his mom was mean to him. Like I don't wanna, need to see any dog dog <laughs> got a yeah. yeah I don't all
1: need right. to see any of that. So I also Marcus hope that they don't do that either. But
0: um uh, well, that's an Amazon thing to can, do I'm, uh, I'm just telling you we,
1: we covered a
2: lot of ground and we don't we don't need to yeah. do a traditional like good good bad ugly here but there's something we do need to talk about everybody okay okay the the villain rami rami malik yeah does anybody can anybody explain to me exactly like
0: what his motive was
1: what motive was or like even what his plan was i think i think I think and I again I I also thought James Bond was done but I just missed an end credit sequence. So maybe <laughs> Doug Wagner thinks is not the story, not the segment we should go with. But let's fu- fuck it. I'm going to do it anyway. Fuck um it. Doug Doug Wagner thinks this this is how this was his motivation. Okay. I do not I think his motivation was to solidify himself as I don't need to worry. I'm not going to Okay, a government agent came in and killed my whole family, so not government. Go- Spectre. Well, Spectre. Well, and yeah, so like an unknown agent came in and and murdered my whole family. Right. I'm going to assert my dominance over the world by selling off this technology to the highest bidder. I think it was a it was a trying to prevent other families from feeling that now that's his motivation as a villain why he captured a a mother and child fuck if i know like (laughs) i could not tell you the reason why the whole (laughs) child thing was happening i i don't understand it 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 it, it was like there were deep like parental issues of growing up without parents and trying to make some grandiose like Point about like, well, you don't really need your mother, you just need to be good. Like, I
0: didn't fucking get that at all. Robbie Malik, Robbie Malik is a phenomenal actor.
2: Yeah, Um, he was great.
0: And and I think that he did great in this role he was given. I think in all the shit that they did with wrapping up, they could not find a villain. They they couldn't give this villain a good enough motive for the shit that they did. Like Mm-hmm. I would get killing all the Spectre people, but I would have taken more time for them to, yeah, do that instead of like now nah, I'm going to sell it to the world because that didn't match yeah. the motive. Yeah, and no, taking the no. kid didn't match the motive, and I was a little, no. I was just, I was confused. Now if oh, it's control that he yeah. wanted, okay, I could see that, but the his the it's everything's not matching up. His biggest thing was I want to kill the people who kill my parents. Yeah, I can respect that, and almost I was yeah. like, well, this, he's not really a villain. He's just kind of like. You know, he just kind of a guy who's his parents got yeah. killed. Like maybe James Bond would have been like, you know what, do your thing, man. Like I'm gonna let you. <laughs> yeah. Like
2: I'm yeah. gonna leave on my weird plane submarine. I'll see you later. I'll yeah, just,
0: just drop out of here. But other than that, <laughs> that was one of the things that bothered me the yeah, most. Was was I did weird. not know his intention. Yeah I,
2: yeah I I didn't understand it. I went on Reddit to like see if anybody. Oh, like got it, and there there is a Reddit comment in one of the James Bond comment threads of this movie in the subreddit, and like someone outlines the entire movie in in like in like in a text format, and I read it, and I'm like, I still don't get it. Yeah, it's fine, yeah. but like if this is gonna be the swan song for Daniel Craig, like we really couldn't like tighten that up more. Also, to the movie's strength. I didn't really care because Daniel Craig was phenomenal, yeah. Yeah. and everything else around it was super cool. It I only was aware of it at the very end when he was like, "Welcome to my poison farm," and I'm yes. like, "He's yeah. what? I, I'm yeah. going to let this child go?" Like, I what? Yeah. And they, they, then yeah, it, like he scratched him, and downs. he was like, "I win in the end," and I was and he had a whole speech about freedom too. Yes. And yeah. I was like, yeah, is it like what are you yeah. talking about, man? Like, and then
1: I'm waiting for like some actor to come out, like,
2: well, that was the point. You weren't supposed to know what he was doing.
0: That's what yeah. makes him such yeah. a compelling villain. I mean, I
1: suppose, I suppose, when you're trying to make this the swan song of, of Daniel Craig, right, the best thing you could do is make Daniel Craig <laughs> his biggest villain at the end, yeah, like the biggest threat to his. His goals and of his objectives in the long term is himself.
0: Ooh, it, yeah. And yeah. so, so
1: maybe, yeah. maybe you didn't want to take away from that. Okay, and he was certainly creepy, and he certainly had oh, a maniacal he
0: scheme. Mm-hmm. He was fantastic was, in
1: the role. Yeah, it was. It was
0: a little. weird there. I think there I, sure. I would have had James. I would have had James's brother be the main villain. I was. Yeah. You can go through this whole movie, and that. you can remove. You can remove. You know Robbie Malick from the movie, and it doesn't really change a lot because the real villain of this movie is Heracles. Yeah,
1: and I think if
0: you you can put you can put that weapon in the hands of um, James Bond, Christopher Waltz, you can put it right in his hands Mm -hmm. and make that the same movie. Somehow he escaped, or there's this big setup and he's been behind this shit the whole time. Yeah they were able
2: to get the russian scientist out like it's It's really easy to move these blocks around you know more
0: that final scene of his brother keeping him away from his daughter that whole last scene in that poison garden is a lot more um compelling when it's his brother that keeps him from his family
1: right yeah right yeah Yeah. i think i would have gone with that instead oh man that that I mean, that metaphor of your past keeping you from your future is yep. an incredible oh, yeah. plot yep. device. Oh, yeah. So, yep. yeah, I would absolutely agree with that. That would yep. be a phenomenal tweak. Phenomenal oh, tweak. Yeah. That That's all. Right. I just, You're
2: I right, needed though, to Brian. say that in this space because right. I was just like, Rami Malek, you were so creepy and wonderful.
1: I don't know what you were doing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Brian, you did not listen to the Venom episode, but we have a did new it? rating system. here. Oh, what's Homes the? Oh, okay. Well, I can, oh. I can follow your lead then. So, Weasel. gentlemen. Weasel. Weasel. Out of a score of one to five microphones, <laughs> what do you give this particular movie? Marcus, why don't you start? Because I have a feeling I know what it is.
0: I want to give this movie a four and a half.
1: Okay. and, and Four and a half, I'll give,
0: I'll give it a four and a half just because, you know, there's some things you can tweak. Um, yeah. And I think there's some things you can always do better. But four and a half as a finale, four and a half as um, just overall movie, I think it's pretty good fantastic Brian scale of one yeah,
1: to five uh, mics
2: four and a half same this this movie is an, an incredible distillation of the Daniel Craig era it involves pretty much every major plot point from the last few movies this yeah. is the movie Specter wanted to be yes. and it does Shit. it not yes. only better but then puts its own twist on it which uh, at this point I feel like it's the oh, it is so it is probably the it is probably the second best Daniel Craig Bond movie, in my opinion.
0: After what? Quantum of Science? Uh,
2: after – oh, I was going to go Casino Royale.
0: Casino, yeah, which is casino the one that meets his nuts good. in the chair. That's it. Is that yeah, – Casino. That one, that's yep. actually a casino. Honestly, <laughs> I, at this point, if they would have went Skyfall directly into this same movie
1: – Fire. You would have a
0: great torch.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, I'm not going to disagree with either one of you. Four and a half, I think, is, no, the, right, is no. the right choice for this. Four and a half uh, all around is the four and a half. And I don't want anyone to like. Again, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a logical mind. So I am always going to ask questions like the questions I asked, despite for end sure. credit sequences or not. <laughs> fuck those end credi- credit sequences. I'm still going to ask questions. Who's going
0: to stay after the credits? Yeah, who does that? Not for right. James
1: Bond. I mean, for a DC movie, <laughs> but not for James Bond. I didn't expect anyone. You see, I didn't expect you see James
0: Bond to come out of the rubble like. Yeah, did not. Yeah, hammer
1: comes to him. Yeah, yeah. I, I think, I think. All the things you all said. I think the the capstone on this, I think the statements about um parent and family and and your commitments and and that and, and legacy. I think there's all sorts of great things in this. And plus, like everybody else mentioned, it's Daniel Craig acted the fuck out of this. It's well shot. It's just all of it top to bottom is is good. Um and I don't I hope no one takes my critiques about runtime as like somehow an indictment of like, this isn't good. It's very good, Um, but maybe those people should just calm down a little bit. <laughs>
0: <No>. Wow. <laughs> oh, wow.
2: Wow. We could have them go watch Gods and Generals, which has an intermission.
1: Oh, wow. oh fuck that! I don't have the time for that. Like, it is a
2: Civil War. Do. It is a Civil War movie, which had an intermission, <laughs> which was very divisive at the time. So yeah. there you go.
1: I have no time for that. But gentlemen, no. No we no time have we... to die. Either no time hey. to die.
2: This movie could have been
1: no comma time to die. Yeah. Was that the last one, Brian? The last one. Okay, I'm glad you got that in. We did it, everybody. We did yeah. it. We did it, everybody. <laughs> Um so yeah we did it. Um <laughs> gentlemen, we have reached the point in time where we have things to plug. So Brian, why don't you kick us off? What do you have to plug this week? You got to follow up that pun. Oh man, when material. I'm not doing
2: bad plays on no time to die, I'm on the nerds.com hand modeling um like you know the deal. There's recipes there's lifestyle things we're all hand modeling right now y- you know if you look at some of those posts that maggie does my hands are in there i'm so sorry i'm still laughing at my own pun i'm That's
0: uh, but,
2: but yeah the love like there's a lot of good october good stuff and go 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 to that site love also i haven't <laughs> been posting on tiktok but go check out rogue roush anyway uh Gosh. that is my tiktok account um, we'll be having new content there soon, but go check out some oldie and goody videos.
1: There you go, awesome. Margus.
2: Uh, he, he likes
1: to bring old old oldies and new new newies as far as those TikTok funny videos are it. concerned. Listen, leave me alone. Um, here's the
0: thing, uh, you know, you know, divine timing is amazing. Okay, you okay. just gotta just trust yourselves. Okay, that's gonna be the plug. Y'all know y'all know the mantra. The mantra is never offended, always humble. That's never gonna change. But what you do need to remember is you gotta trust yourself. Okay. Give yourself some grace. Trust the journey. Yep. The journey includes the bumps in the road. But guess what? Eventually the city fixed those bumps and potholes in the road, and, and you'll be like, damn, I remember when these bumps and potholes used to be on the street. But you just gotta trust yourself, okay? Trust yourself. Trust in divine timing, whatever that may mean to you. And if it's not a religious thing, just trust in the timing and the patterns of the universe. That shit comes full circle every single time. I promise you nothing you've experienced is new. Like you've you've got built up journeys to an extent. Nothing is new. You have built up journeys that have built calluses and built strength and has conditioned you to be able to make it through things. But you got to trust yourself. And even if you don't and they're new experiences, still trust yourself.
1: Fantastic. 100% agree. Um, I have to plug this particular podcast, so if you are watching this or listening to this, uh, consider joining our Patty family, um, and you can sign up for the Patreon at patreon.com slash films in black and white. We are going to be doing our Candy Case showdown here uh, soon. We gotta figure out the deets of that, but we are going to be doing that soon, uh, where Marcus and I are going to taste test uh, Candy's voted on by you um, and to kind of break him down and, and to reign, to, to, to crown a champion. Now, based off of how this disagreement between the two of us went on this episode, I am excited to see how that all shakes I'm out. I'm bringing
0: all the funk. I hope you
1: do. Um, I would also like to mention that we are on TikTok. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. In well, black and white. Is. Doug Doug is doing it. Maybe me more than maybe maybe me more than my (laughs) colleagues. But we do post stuff about the pod here every now and again. Um, And I also do some fun things and silly things that I enjoy um, and that bring uh, a smile to my soul. So uh, check us out there. Um, Gentlemen, we have a three step process to success. Brian, what is our first step? Hey, y'all
2: read a book. I understand that life life happens. I've been reading the same book for almost two months i've been reading like 20 minutes at a time and that's okay as long as you're reading that's all that really matters it doesn't matter if you finish a book in a week you got some people that are like i read two books today and you're like good for you my brain doesn't do that so it's okay just like read a book if that's a barrier for you just just 20 minutes a day that's all i'm asking you get taken to a different place reset your brain read a book
0: Fantastic uh, Brian or Marcus Do you want to give us our next step to success uh, Drink some water This entire podcast has been brought to you by Motherfucking Fiji Yeah, right? M- Marcus has been
2: drinking a lot of water Pay us Fiji this.
0: Pay as Fiji. All the funk that I bought today was sponsored to you, sponsored by Fiji. Okay, I am hydrated. I felt well enough to go at my fellow comrades um, and to go at my fellow co-hosts and let them know I am with your shits today, and it's all because I'm hydrated. I'm filled with water. So hot, water. hot takes brought to you by cool drinks. Yeah, yeah, uh,
1: Love it. Fiji water.
0: <laughs> Love it. Um,
1: also, you could do something else with water, and that's wash your ass. Wash. Not with the same um, one you're drinking, though. Is
0: that No, nope,
1: don't do that. That's a bad choice. Bad. Um, do just that. make sure you get yourself uh, all cleaned up. Look, we're gonna be trapped indoors here soon because the winter months are cut. Co- like winter is coming, and you don't want to have to subject your family and friends and roommates to just. Enjoying your funk. So just wash your ass, make sure you get that all cleaned out and make sure you're, you're creating a, a fun environment for everybody as we start to move indoors because of the winter season. Um, also wash your legs, don't just let the water wash down, scrub your legs too. That's also yeah, important. Please wash
0: your legs, Washing please wash your legs. It's just as important. Um, yeah, so know. all right, I got some recommendations. Hold please on, please give us all a right. rec. ryan said to read a book. We went to a comic store in Minnesota, Doug and I, and I picked up two comics that made me wish I would have grabbed the rest of the comics, okay? They that's have good. this Static Shock Season 1, okay? This is Static Shock Season 1 with I- 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 uh, I- Ayala, Crisscross, and Draper Ivy, which is more of a anime feel to Static Shock with the, sure. with the art that's inside of it. I got one, and I got three. There are six versions of this, and these are new. These got released this year. It's retelling the story, of static shop i immediately went to ebay and amazon to order more the like the other copies that are out i think like it. one through four so please if you have the chance please go read this i have the variant covers so these are like um the old school variant covers that they dedicated to the static shop back when milestone comics made it um and they did that for the first for a couple runs so um if you have a chance do that all of the comics i bought y'all that i've read so far today moi. I, I killed that. That was great. He did so, it. Um, I did
1: that. Yeah. Here's what I'm going to say. I recommend. My recommendation is that you go out and if you're a comic book enjoying person, that yeah. you support your local comic book store support because it? while we can get these things via app and while we can get them online easily, these places have great people who work there. Yeah. They create Absolutely. really cool environments. And I just want to plug the comic book college um, <sighs> located at Nick on Nicollet Avenue in Minneapolis. Love it. Marcus and I went this weekend. Great place. Please check them out if you live in the Minneapolis area. Otherwise, find your local comic book store and support them as well because yeah. they deserve our love. That's a fact, Yeah. Yep. Next week we are back with a news episode. And so you can tune in to help us break down the latest headlines. Um, but in the meantime and the between time.
0: And the between time.
1: Stay safe, stay healthy. We love y'all. We appreciate y'all. And, and we'll love James
0: Bonds or I'm a hate your ass. I'm just kidding.
1: And we'll catch you all next week.